So I want to talk tonight about what, what's the heart of what tonight is about. And if you want to know what tonight's liturgy is at its core, well, the liturgical books of the church tell you. They tell, in a sense, me what it is I'm to focus on, what's to be the central thing. So the ceremonial, as it's called, says of tonight's liturgy that it is, first of all, the memorial of how the Eucharist is the Lord's Passover, in which he perpetuated among us the sacrifice of the new law. So that's going to be my my theme tonight, about how this is all about the Lord's Passover, the Lord Jesus' Passover, and how it's therefore his sacrifice. Now, when we use the word Passover, we tend to think of the Passover meal that the Jews had, the meal that we heard um, described in our first reading. But that meal was actually a commemoration of something else. It was a commemoration of the original Passover in Egypt, by which they were led out of slavery, rescued from slavery. So so they were rescued from physical slavery and led on a path that took them to a physical place, the promised land. Whereas we are led out of spiritual slavery, out of our slavery from sin, towards an even greater new promised land, namely heaven. And in both Passovers, the Passover of the Jews and the new Passover of Jesus, there's a sacrifice and there's a meal. And there's a a meal that is the eating of that sacrifice. But I think one of the points I want to, to stress is that it's not primarily about a meal. That the liturgy is telling us it's primarily about a sacrifice. Now for the Jews, and for most of the pagan religions, these things did go together. You would sacrifice something to whatever kind of god you worshipped... And then you would eat that sacrifice. You would burn a cow and you'd then together eat the fruits of that sacrifice, that cooked cow. And even now we do something similar at the Eucharist. That the Eucharistic sacrifice that's made present on the altar is ordered towards our then feeding in that sacrifice becoming united to God by eating the fruits of that sacrifice that we've offered to him. Now let me note um, a bit about blood and sacrifice. So in the scriptures of the, you know, the Old Testament, it teaches again and again that it's through blood that atonement is made for sin. And so the rabbinic commentators would say of the Passover lamb that it was the blood of the Passover that saved the Jewish people of old from their sins. That the blood of the Passover lamb, as we heard in that description, was smeared on the doorposts of the Jews as they were in slavery in Egypt. So that when the angel of death passed over, it saw that blood of the lamb on the doorposts, recognised them as the chosen people and passed over and spared them. 
Well, we, in a spiritual partaking, we have the, the blood of the new Passover lamb smeared on our lips so that the punishment that might come on us passes over us too. So St. Paul therefore says that Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. And if you look at John's Gospel, John in particular makes a number of different points about how Jesus is the, the new Passover lamb. So John's Gospel, pretty much at the beginning, starts with John the Baptist. If you remember, what does John the Baptist say when he sees Jesus approaching? He says, Behold the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Well, for the Jews, the Lamb was the Passover Lamb. Then later near the end, John, uh, John's Gospel makes a point of noting the timing of when Jesus died on the cross. That when did Jesus, the Passover Lamb of the new Passover, when did he die on the cross? At the very moment that the Passover lambs of the old Passover were being sacrificed in the temple. The new Passover lamb, the old Passover lambs, at that same moment. John's Gospel goes on to point out the detail that not a bone of Jesus was broken as he hung there on the cross. That he makes a point of describing how the centurion put a spear into his side, whereas the other um, robbers there had their legs broken. Why was that important? Because in the old Passover, none of the bones of the Passover lamb were to be broken. So this is yet another way in which John is pointing out who is Jesus? Jesus is the Passover lamb. Jesus is the new Passover lamb of a new and better Passover. The Passover of the Mass, of the Eucharist. So to put that all together, it kind of comes to what we heard in our second reading. The last verse of that second reading, St. Paul told us what is proclaimed in every Mass? What is proclaimed in the Mass, in the Eucharist? It's not feeding. What is proclaimed in the Mass? It's not the resurrection. What's proclaimed is the death of the Lord. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming his death. Because the Eucharist is about his sacrifice, the sacrifice of the new Passover of the new lamb, the one who takes away our sins. So to sum that all up, let's come back to where I began, the Passover meal. Well, the old Passover meal was a commemoration of the original Passover, rescuing them in Egypt. In that original Passover, the death, the sacrifice of the Passover lamb spared the Jewish people. And in the new Passover, Jesus, his death, is the sacrifice for our salvation. The Eucharist makes that present on our altar. And it's that sacrificial death that we proclaim in every Mass 
and that we partake in as we come here to worship him.